Hello, Wake and Live. We're back with episode four of our marriage series. And our question today is, how do you let go of past hurts, both in marriage and before marriage? I think you should start with this one. Oh, do you? Yeah. Why? Because you've know. hurt me more? No. Um, I just want you to. Hmm. Well, I think that... Um, I think it's just how you orient yourself into marriage um, would be the first the first thing that I would say is is just to set up how how you approach that question, which is, you know, you've got to look at your when you're entering into marriage as a choice that you're making and and also like as you're entering it into it, it's, it's, I think we look at our lives kind of as a story, a story that's unfolding. You've always looked at your life that way, for sure. Mm -hmm. When God writes your love story yes, or whatever, God writes all your your love cheesy, story. you've been very cheesy mm -hmm. about all of that. Yeah. Um, but it is not, it's a great way to actually look at life because no story um, is, no, no story has perfect people in it. Mm -hmm. um, and no story is without conflict and without, um, hurts and you know anything exciting at all and so i think if you for in a weird way that's given us i think that gave us the right kind of uh set of expectations to begin with that neither of us were perfect mm -hmm. um that we that we were um fallen humans and with our own idiosyncrasies our own way of looking at the world all of those things and mm -hmm. kind of like we talked about in one of the last videos you know again we have two very different points of view mm -hmm. that come together and not only that, but those points of view are constantly changing mm -hmm. with every year of marriage and each new event, each new child, each new season of life, each new um, struggle uh, with business or finance or life or health. Mm -hmm. So I think first setting it up that way, you know, just the expectation that you that hurts are going to come and mm -hmm. hurts are going to come both from from each other and from the world. Mm -hmm. And so. I think that sets you up to, to have a pretty good open-handed kind of uh, stance uh, to just know that, that things are going to come and so that they should easily pass away. Um, and I've said it, I think, in everything. But again, I think it's growth. I think it, it's just knowing that you started out a certain way mm -hmm. and you are growing into the best version of yourself, you know, through prayer and work mm -hmm. and through us working together on things. And, you know, so long as you're showing up and putting effort in, then of course, you know, we're going to hurt each other every day, mm -hmm. but you know, you got to have a bit of some, some thick skin and just not have the expectation that it's going to be, you know, all roses. I don't, I've never, I guess I've never really understood that, but there's a lot of people that just are, are shocked by that. Yeah. That, yeah. You know that, Oh, it's not, it's not a, it's not just like a Disney story. And again, even a Disney story, it, all of those elements that I said are, are present, you know, mm -hmm. conflict and hurts mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a weird thing. Well, and that's what makes life so much sweeter. If we didn't have those things that are hard, we mm -hmm. wouldn't enjoy the, the sweet and the beauty. Yeah. And I think though too, like you've said it, I think you said it in the last uh, video or whatever, but um, you know, believing that each other's heart is that your heart is for, uh, your spouse and mm -hmm. that your spouse's heart is for you mm -hmm. is the way you put it. Mm -hmm. And you know, what that means is that 
ultimately, yeah, we're again fallen and hurt each other, but we have each other's best interests and love each other mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that that lets those little things go away and even big things to be honest, really, you know, bigger things. Mm-hmm. I think also like we, we were also, I don't even know how, we didn't even discuss this, but thinking back, um, we've, we've talked about this before. Like we didn't even talk about what we had, um, you know, what kind of physical relationships we'd had with other people, you know, before we got married. Obviously we, we, we talked about it generically. We talked about it very generically, but it wasn't like we got into the details so no. that we'd have to, you know, um, we just both, you know, we both accepted that we came into our relationship imperfect. Yeah. Um, but with the right heart, and mm-hmm. therefore that's and never I think, been an issue. And accepted that those things are actually what helped you be the person you are today. You shared that you were previously engaged before you and I, and called it off three weeks before the wedding. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you wouldn't. You wouldn't have been who you were when I met you if you wouldn't have gone through that. So knowing that some of your scars and some of your pain, although, yes, would you have done it different? Would everyone have done it different? But it is what made you who you were. It's what made you the man that I was falling in love with and made you strong enough to be able to lead me because you've been through some hard things. So I think recognizing that, like, yeah, you have a past. You have things you're not proud of. It may not be as tainted as others, but there is that. And yet we can use that and lloyd it over each other. Or we can say, like, that's how he became the person that is strong enough to lead me or vice versa, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a good way to put it. But, yeah, I mean, whether that's, again, like, you know, physical relationships before marriage or, um, you know, other, other ways of just, like, a way that you argue that, you know, is hurtful and, Mm. you know, whatever it is, you know, hurt, hurt comes from so many different places and, and, you know, life is not safe. I mean, you know, even this coronavirus thing is like a big reminder that, Mm -hmm. you know, life is inherently full of risk and that, that safe doesn't mean risk free. And so even living in a very safe relationship, you know, it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be arrows flying. Mm -hmm. Um, even internally. Mm-hmm. And, and at times you're going to say things that yeah. are meant to hurt. Right? Yes. Yep. Right. And that, and that, yeah, we're going to yeah, do things that hurt each other. Um, yeah. And so a lot of grace is needed, I think. Um, I mean, so cliche, but you know, Corinthians 13, like love is patient. Love is kind. It isn't in the, it's not boastful. It doesn't keep records of wrongs. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's cliche. I'm sure I botched that, but yeah, that's a cliche th- saying, although it holds really true. Like, you don't keep records of wrong. And I, I can remember from really early on, I'm a more sensitive person, and I get offended a little bit easy. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, in YWAM, it was somebody said to me, um, you know, when you're you're supposedly dead to Christ, your life is, is Christ. Dead men can't take up offenses. It's kind of morbid to think of it that way, but it was really helpful for me. It's like my, it's not, I don't, I can't take up offenses because my life is the Lord's and I am his. And it's not about always being offended. I think that has really helped in our marriage too. Yeah. And I think, you know, even just getting into some pretty basic, you know, even psychological, you know, premises of just, you know, you, you can't control what your other, what your partner does. Mm -hmm. And, 
So you can't, um, you can only control how you react to that, you know, and that's up to you. So, you know, if you, you can choose to really like take that in and take, say they say hurtful words or they're, um, engaging in behavior that is disrespectful or they're, or demeaning to you or whatever, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of serious hurts that can happen. But, um, and I think there's some people that we know that have, have gone through some really hard stuff with their spouse, but they've done this really well where it's just, look, you know, that's their problem. You know, that's, that's my spouse's issue before the Lord. It's not mine. I'm not going to own it and I'm not going to wear it. Mm. And, um, I'm, I, yeah. I can, I'm going to do what I can do and I can control how I react to this. I'm not yeah. going to, you know, internalize the hurt. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm not going to hang on to that hurt. I'm mm -hmm. going to, I'm going to get the health I need, mm -hmm. but in the end it's their choice what they do. Yeah. And that goes back to what we said, I think, you know, a couple of videos ago, but it's, you know, that, that support, you know, that room for individuality, we are, you know, one and one front, but we are two individual people on our own spiritual and life journeys. Mm -hmm. Um, from, from again, from our origin points, you know, to the place where, you know, we'll each die alone, which is weird, but, and we'll support each other through every day of that, but we are two distinct humans. Mm -hmm. And I think that is an important thing um, that we've seen other people just be very successful in that. Mm -hmm. And to be able to kind of have, yeah, kind of have a bit of an armor against those hurts by just, um, you know, believing the best in their spouse, but not wearing the shame or hurt that comes from them, mm -hmm. uh, from their actions, mm -hmm. you know, and like you said, looking at it through, through gracious eyes mm -hmm. as well. I think two things I think of as hurting people hurt. So just being really knowledgeable of that, like when you're lashing out, there's some part of you that usually has been hurt, either something I said or mm -hmm. by something you're going through. And I think we kind of mentioned that again in another video, but hurting people hurt others and recognizing that I think helps you have more of that gracious eyes. It's like, they're not trying to hurt me. They just are hurt. And so they're hurting me. It's a lot easier said than done. I'm not going to sit here and say that we don't get offended at each other sometimes, but, um, yeah, I think that those are just helpful things. Definitely the grace component, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think of other examples. Um, I said two things. There was one other thing I was going to say. Now it just went off. Yeah, that happens. Away. Um, you know, I think again, it's 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 just looking at again the story that you're in. I mean, circling back to that first thing I said, and that, you know, again, hurt is just going to hurts a part of life, unfortunately, and it's the instigator for growth. And um, oh, I remember. Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, I think some of it is also having your um, relationship so rooted in the Lord, your identity rooted so in the Lord, especially for a, a woman. But for I what? think a gal, um, especially for a woman, because I mean, think for men too, but when my identity is so rooted in the Lord, I think the hurts roll off my back a little easier and the things that mm -hmm. are said yeah. about me or said mean about me. And this does not even go for our relationship. It's just in, in general. Um, it helps when I keep going back to the rock and I keep going back to what he says about me and he calls me beloved and he calls me loved and he calls me chosen and he calls me beautiful. And he, all of these things are actually scriptures. And I remember those things. I think it makes the hurt from others a lot easier to um, let roll off your back and not take as your own. Mm -hmm. So that was what I was going to yeah. say. I think that's good. I think that what just 
hit my brain too is um, not living, at least for me, and this has always been how I think I've approached things, but it's to not live by the law of should, mm-hmm. as in like how things should be. Mm-hmm. I think that is like a multiplier of hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have a you know an expectation, which a lot of expectations are unrealistic and unfounded, of when you have expectations on another person, your spouse or other people, mm-hmm. and then those expectations okay. aren't met, then they are compounded mm-hmm. be, because not only are you hurt, but that expectation is not meant, uh, not met, I should say. So yeah. um, I think that. Yeah, I think my counselor said something like this. I'm again, I'm gonna botch it, but. 99% of issues is an unmet expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that, that is a lot of the case mm-hmm. with hurts in marriage. It's I. It should have been this way. Mm-hmm. I. I always dreamed that it would be this way, mm-hmm. and this is not what you know. My plan was, and there's so many versions of that, and I think that, kind of, no matter what in life, anything you do, a business, a marriage, you know, having kids, right? You're, you're mm-hmm. taking a risk and you're taking a step, and you're accepting that that story is going to unfold in a way that you can't, you can't account for and plan for. Mm-hmm. And so again, it's a, it's a kind of a question about your mental and, and heartfelt p- posture towards life and to the journey you're on. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not having the expectations on your spouse, you know, and your and, um, on anyone, but specifically on your spouse, just yeah. that they are there again, they're a person mm-hmm. and they are going to go through hard times and good times. And they're going to go through, you know, uh, really, you know, hard times when you have your first child and they have colic and then hard times when, you know, your first oldest kid turns 14 and then Mm -hmm. a midlife crisis and then, you know, a health scare with cancer or, you know, or maybe you, you had all of the grand dreams of, you know, a family of five and you can't have children at Mm -hmm. all. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many things that come in life Mm -hmm. that, you know, none of us would have written into our story. Yeah. And there's a beauty in being able to let go of your expectations and of your kind of perfectionistic view of what your life should be mm-hmm. and instead lovingly accepting what's coming. And, um, and that means, and there's still a grief in that. I mean, there's still a, it's a, um, expectations being let down. There's still a grief and a feeling mm-hmm. as a woman, you can still feel that grief and that pain and I think you should almost to not just push it away, but to heal from it, really. Mm-hmm. Just kind of grieve what you thought would be. And then even in your marriage, I thought my marriage would be this. And grieve that and, mm-hmm. and to to be able to accept it and grow and make it what it could be yeah. instead of always what, it, what you wanted it to be. I think it also goes back again to when your identity is rooted in the Lord, you are able to not expect as much. I can always tell that when I haven't spent time with Jesus or I haven't been rooted in the Lord, I look to you to fulfill my voids. Mm -hmm. And that never goes well. You're just human and it just isn't what it's supposed to be. But when I'm centered in the Lord, when the Lord is filling me, when he's filling those voids, you are my partner. You're not somebody I'm looking to fulfill who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. No. Yeah, but I mean... Yes, I think that is that is it, you know, and grieving it is fine. It's yeah. but it's also um, you know, dealing with what is versus what should have been. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, like the should have beens are the are such a thief of joy mm. in life, you know. Um and 
I think also what's coming again is is self awareness. Just the, that that self awareness of of you know you can't heal. So going back to the hurt, you know, the question of how you just deal with hurt. Mm-hmm. I think that's another part of it. Is there's so many people also that if you're kind of in, in in a place where you're enabling the you know your partner's behavior or you're maybe even just trying to still bend your life into that narrative you've built for yourself of what your life should have been then it's harder for you to acknowledge when you are hurt and what those hurts actually are mm-hmm. so i think also just having again a, a mental framework that you're just you're leaving a space for those hurts to actually present themselves and you can then bring them out mm-hmm. and then process the process them with your partner mm-hmm. so that you can um, heal from them because yeah. you can't heal from what you what haven't you acknowledged. Yeah. And so you have to acknowledge them first. Mm-hmm. And that's a step. I think we've also seen a lot of people that we've had to learn over the years, but seen a lot of people struggle with is not even being able to get to the place where they can acknowledge yeah. how they're hurt. Yeah. And so, and sometimes that takes talking to, close friends or, you know, whoever to be able to get to a place where you have drawn out how you really feel mm-hmm. from yourself and then put it into words that you can go to your partner and, um, and respectfully bring it up and talk about it. Yeah. And I mean, that's another thing I think that we've always said too, is, you know, you can, you can say literally anything respectfully and honestly. Mm-hmm. You just have to keep working on your language until you get it to that place. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but there's nothing that you can't say, at least as far as I've found yet, um, that, that you can't say with, with honesty and with, yet with kindness and, and respect. And I mean, maybe like you're an idiot. That can't really be said well, no. respectfully. Well, you can. Yeah, no, you could <laughs> say that. You could be like, you're just not very like mentally... Um, that's true you know you could, you could phrase it differently me- like mental acrobatics is not your strong suit <laughs> oh, gosh. so it's like you know like mm. maybe stick with you know the heart stuff because <laughs> when it comes to math you don't know where to put the commas yeah you tell me this often so i'm yeah. reading between the lines here well it's true You're just using an example of real life but. so yeah you can i mean it's like hey you know yeah you could say you're an idiot or you could say you know go go with someone right like what you know this is more what you what you should be doing but, mm-hmm. you know anyway so yeah i think that that yeah it probably sums it up probably for sums me. it up yeah so what's the sum up this time i had to do it last time i think the sum up is that the lord needs to be the one that fills the voids that you need to grieve your expectations but also let them go and accept what is. And I think the sum up, another one is, I'm drawing a blank. I think you're better with the sum ups. Mm -hmm. Acknowledging what someone's better at. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sounds good. There's one more. I don't remember. You're you're drawing a blank too. I don't remember. I forgot. Yeah. Well, Go back and watch it if you forgot to. (laughs) So we'll see you back here at Awaken Life. Bye, guys. (laughs) 